Hi everyone, and welcome to That Cartoon Podcast. My name is Kyle. And I'm Teej. Do you remember being a child? No. Do you remember desperately wanting a best friend? Someone that you could go on adventures with. Someone that had maybe magical powers and who knows? Maybe they are the collector of all souls that have passed away. Well, let me tell you, if this is something you've ever wanted, then we have the show for you today. Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. A fantastic show from Cartoon Network, uh, created by Maxwell Adams. It follows two little kids, uh, Billy and Mandy, mm-hmm. who... Have a who uh, make a bet with the Grim Reaper himself, uh, and the the bet ultimately lost by Grim, the Grim Reaper, with a Jamaican accent, naturally. <laughs> yeah, as one always does. Uh, so yeah, Bill, Billy and Mandy they trick the Grim Reaper uh, into having a little playful bet. If the Grim Reaper lost, he would have to be their friend for eternity. And if he won, he would get to reap the soul of a geriatric uh, guinea... No, sorry, hamster. Yeah. Who is not as important in the rest of the series as you would expect him to be. Nope. Nope. Only really the first episode. Very quickly replaced by Milkshakes, my favorite character. (laughs) The cat? Yeah. Who... (laughs) Has only one line, and it's always the same. It's just in a precarious situation. It just starts meowing once, and then we cut something else. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This show originally premiered as Grim and Evil, which was two separate stories that ran for two seasons. Um, One being Evil Con Carne, um, a mad scientist bent on taking over the world. Classic. And the other one being Grim, as we know and love him. Um, both eventually spun off into their own separate TV shows. Uh, Grim Adventures of Billy Mandy and Evil Con Carne. Um, So they started releasing Grim and Evil August 24th, 2001, but Grim Adventures of Billy Mandy, they didn't get picked up until 2003. And it ran for six seasons until 2007. Um, It's a long-ass time for cartoon. It is a long-ass time. Uh, I don't think... This is another one that I probably fell off at at some point um, because I was going through, and I recognized most of the first couple of seasons, four or five, but I don't think I watched the last season at all. I did not recognize any of these episodes on the last season. No, I think... Yeah, I think I must have missed some, too, but I... I You do have to take into account that, like... You watched it on HBO, right? I did, yes. It... I don't know what it is about HBO, but, like, they don't put anything in order. Like, the release order of when it actually came out, it's all wrong. Um, It is, yeah. We always have to do our own research when something's on HBO Max because you can't trust HBO Max. Yeah, so for all I know, there's episodes in between seasons that I thought I had watched that I might have never actually seen. Yeah. Probably about the same here. Um, This show was kind of special in that a lot of the episodes managed to squeeze three stories somehow into a 30-minute episode. 
Yeah. Just very quick, like six minute, seven minute stories. Not not your standard eleven or twelve minutes. Uh, which is pretty yeah. cool. It, it ended up with um, having eighty four episodes with one hundred sixty two segments. Yeah, a lot of shit happened in just like one half hour viewing of this episode or 23 minutes or whatever you say you're getting like three or four stories and very occasionally a long form episode here and there yeah um and as we said made by maxwell adams um this is probably the biggest thing you know know them from he's got grim adventures of billy may evil con carne under fist grim and evil and then yeah, that looks like his biggest uh, names that he's got going for him. I think Under Fist is a Billy and Mandy movie, if I remember correctly. But oh, might is be... it? Okay. I, 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 I think I didn't watch it, but I vaguely remember that being something from Billy and Mandy. Oh, I think it's a combination of Con Carne with Billy and Mandy, it looks like. That might be it. Because it has the guy with the scar face on, on the cover. Along with Jeff the Spider and Fred Fred Berger. Dude, fucking Jeff the Spider. What a, uh, what a, what a character. What a character. Um, we'll, we'll get into it when we talk about my episode. Uh, but just real quick, this, this show had some pretty talented people working on it. Um, someone we've mentioned, talked about before, and will mention and talk about again. Richard Stephen Horvitz, also mm-hmm. known as Dag from Angry Beavers. He's Billy in this show. Well, the voice of Grimm was done by Greg Eagles, or Eagles, one of the two. Um, he does that voice, and he also did a bunch of voices for the American Children's Show, Crash Box, which was like an HBO children's show. Not sure if you're very familiar with that. I'll tell you right now, my Zoom completely <laughs> crashed and I started over, but I'm glad. I, it looks like you didn't notice. I um, didn't. I so, thought you were just uh, not answering. We're good. Right? Okay, I'll just keep we're going. Good. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, I was talking, and then, and then you weren't moving. I was like, oh, okay, I see what happened. I don't know what's going on, but we're going to power through because the audio is still recording. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as long as the audio is recording, that's what matters. That's yeah. all that matters. Uh, so Mandy was voiced by Gray Delisle. Um, and a little, little fun fact... Gray Delisle also does the voice of Milkshakes, Billy's pet cat, and Richard Stephen Horvitz also does the voice of Saliva, Mandy's pet dog. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. So they do a little switcheroo with each other's pets, uh, yeah. which is kind of fun. There I so go those again. Are the th- those, are the th- <laughs> <laughs> those are the three main characters you really need to know about. There are lots more. It's a whole cast, um, but those are the three that are in every single episode. You, you know, it's weird. I don't know why, but for like the longest time, probably until like last week when we were getting ready for this, I thought Grimm was voiced by Phil Lamar. I mean, I could see why you would think that for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I, for, I don't know why I thought it was just Phil Lamar this whole time. And then I looked it up and it's Greg Eagles and I was like, oh, I'm dumb. Yeah, and let's see let's see what else Greg Eagles has done. Uh, he was in Mega oh. XLR, Cow and Chicken. He, re- 
He reprised the role in an episode of Codename Kids Next Door. Okay, so he, he reprises his role as Grimm, it looks like, in Codename Kids Next Door. Yeah, this this show was made during an era of Cartoon Network, which I don't think they do anymore, but I might be wrong. I'm not really well-versed in current Cartoon Network shows, but like back then, everything had a crossover. Oh, yeah. You could not survive without a crossover. At, at least once, like, a year, there would be some sort of crossover episode between some major shows, Code and Kid Next Door, Billy and Mandy. Um, there was that, like, multiple episodes. that I think this was a Nickelodeon show, but still, of the Fairly Odd Parents and Jimmy Neutron. They kept having crossovers. Like, they were just all over the place. And I kind of miss that. I think we've talked about this a bit before, but, like, as 90s kids... We always we always had an event to look forward to because there was yeah. always something being advertised. It was always a they they would advertise it for like a solid month or two, and then it would be like, oh, Wild Thornberry's Rugrats, Nickelodeon, uh, Cartoon Network. It's got Grim Adventures, Billy and Mandy crossing over with Codename Kids Next Door, like just the strangest crossover. Oh, Jimmy Neutron and Danny Phantom, and then they switched their animation styles. You're so you're thinking of Jimmy Neutron and Fairly Odd Parents. You're right. Made, made by, by the same guy, though, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Danny Phantom also made Fairly Hard Parents. I think they're the same. Yeah, Butch Hartman. Yeah. Um, I, and it sounds sad to say, but, like, back in the day, like, you'd be actually excited to be like, man, I can't wait for the Halloween specials that are coming over for, like, like my favorite cartoons, which don't really – I mean, they happen now, but it's, like, not as big of a deal now. Like, back then you had to, like – like scrounge and scrape to get a Halloween episode near Halloween. Now it's just like, oh, I guess I'll put on Netflix and watch like 14 episodes of Wednesday and then just be all spooked out for the rest <laughs> of my life. We didn't have yeah. that. We were in the trenches. Yeah, my, my wife and I, we have to go and create our own. We curate our own holiday lists whenever holidays happen. So like uh, with Christmas, we curate uh christmas episodes of different tv shows and that's what we do for our holidays that sounds super fun it is fun it is fun yeah. um we, we did we actually so we did hey arnold like before not not this year but last year we did the hey arnold one that we ended up talking about on our last episode i love that episode so sad great great freaking so episode sad. so sad <laughs> <laughs> um and we do that for Halloween, although Halloween it's more movies, or because it's you know, horror movies. Come on, what are you doing? Yeah, that's fair. Well, I, as someone who watches horror movies year round, I, I can't relate anymore. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. We, we we've done that a lot in the past, but uh, you know, sp- little spoiler for the audience out there. My wife and I recently had a kid, and ever since uh, she got pregnant, <laughs> she like she hasn't <laughs> wanted to watch as many scary movies. What a segue. From what a second really, horror movie. We re- watch a lot of horror movies. By the way, I had a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I had to set it up because we yeah. haven't been we haven't been watching as much because apparently it messes with the hormones if you get scared. Really? My wife hasn't been wanting to watch it. Um but she's usually a, a horror fanatic. Like uh, I did I did not watch that much horror before I met her. Now I'm very desensitized to slaughter and <laughs> demonic possession. <laughs> And also the movies. And also the movies. 
Yeah, didn't she make a couple uh, horror shorts too? Like that she, she wrote, directed, and starred in, or so. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I starred in one of them. I, we never released the one that I starred in, but that's okay. Ew. Um, and, and she's she has another one she's working on that's hopefully going to be made this year and then released next. Now it just sounds like you guys have a secret horror, like horror sex, uh, sex tape that you <laughs> that you recorded and won't release, and now that's the vibe I'm throwing out to the audience. It's actually just a snuff film. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it was I played like a boyfriend that invited his girlfriend to his place for the first time, but it turns out I'm a cannibal. And so, like, I drugged her and I turned her into meat. She was already meat. Yeah, well, that's true. She was she was already meat. Yeah. I made her like um, nice slices, like nice cuts of meat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Some prime cuts. Surprised that didn't get released. Domestic yeah, violence, uh, crazy. I don't know why people didn't go for it, but <laughs> oh, well. you know, Hollywood, Hollywood's it's all politics. It's all <laughs> what is Yimto? Well, first of all, it stands for You Must Be Thinking of Another Podcast. And second of all, it's those unhinged conversations you have with your best friend. We talk about whether it's okay to not wash your legs in the shower. We wonder what variety of apples would make the best names for racehorses. We talk about our real life problems. And we argue about basically everything else. So come to Yimtope if you crave movie reviews, hot opinions on society's problems, or just the company of friends. We'll see you there every Monday. Monday. Hey there, that cartoon podcast fans. It's Andrew and Brandon from Namely 90s. If you're enjoying how season two of that cartoon podcast is diving back in the 90s kid era of cartoons and are yearning for a little more nostalgia from the 90s, you should join us for season two of Namely 90s starting in January. We are a nostalgia-based humor podcast hosted by two childhood best friends. And after two and a half years of diving through every month in the 90s, we're starting an exciting all new format with two new episode styles. One will be a variety show with discussion, debates, and games and more covering a variety of 90s topics, while the other will be a focused deep dive on a specific subject for an episode. We're switching off the formats every week, so come and experience the all-new Namely 90s on your platform of choice at namely90s.com slash listen. Now back to Kyle and Tiege. Uh, let's talk about our episodes. Um, Tiege, Tiege, why don't you go first with yours? Yours was much funnier than mine. <laughs> uh, I, I disagree, but um, I think they were equally funny uh mine was keeper of the reaper which is a double length episode and it's episode i believe it's episode uh like three of season six um correct and and that you know if you're watching it on hbo and you're looking for it that's not where it is it's like episode fucking seven of season 13 or some crazy shit man hbo's fucking up um very very zany episode even by billy and mandy's terms because there's just so many extra side characters and they they seem to bring out like a lot of like characters that were in previous episodes just a cameo in it which i love um basic premise harold billy's dad gets a promotion and he is going to be transferring to a different location so they'll be moving um you know, Billy and Mandy, they're kind of sad, but, you know, everyone's excited because this is something that they're, you know, his dad's always wanted, blah, blah, blah. But then it comes to the point of, well, who's going to take Grimm? Because he is 
supposed to be both of their best friends. And if he moves, if Billy moves, who's going to get to keep Grimm? Neither of them want to, like, concede. So uh, they take it to court. And since it's the Grim Reaper, they have to go to Underworld Court, um, a courtroom full of uh, spooky ghouls and monsters presided over by Judge Roy Spleen, um, who is this, like, ogre goblin man. And there's just this... There's a crazy jury also full of monsters, but the best person is this weird elephant man whose name is Fred Fredberger. Anyone who knows anything about Billy and Mandy either loves Fred Fredberger or is wrong and stupid. Those are the only those are the only options here. They each try to plead their case. Um, however, throughout the entire thing, everything keeps getting interrupted by Fred Fredberger's constant interruptions, wanting to borrow the judge's gavel to make a nice table or a chair. Um, however, when he does steal it, he just ends up like banging on the Smash. wall. Just smashes yeah. a wall with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, he, and the whole time he any... steals it, smashes a wall, and then the judge takes it back. And then he somehow within the time of the judge walking back over to his seat, it's gone again and he's smashing the wall again. It's just a fantastic scene. <laughs> yeah. And and the the main thing about Fred Fredberger, other than his annoying voice and his constant interruptions, is every time he's like doing anything like that he's concentrating on, he's just saying his name over and over again, like chanting it. So he's just smashing a wall going, Fred Fredberger, Fred Fredberger, Fred Fredberger. And it sounds crazy, but man, you watch that episode and that chant's going to get stuck in your head for a while. It will. Um, and he also and it, just thinks it. He just thinks it to himself yeah. all the time. Like the, the, I don't know the name of the person, but he was doing a uh, a William Shatner impersonation. The, there was a lawyer that was prepping the jury. There was like, hey, mm-hmm. so this is how being a jury works. And the entire time he's explaining how being a juror works, Fred, Fred it zooms in on Fred Fred Berger and he's just like, Fred Fred Berger, Fred Fred Berger, Fred Berger. <laughs> Um, so even though this is a Billy and Mandy episode and the episode is about them, uh, getting custody of Grimm, really, it's just an episode about Fred Fredberger. He is the star of this episode. It's not hidden at all. Um, they do have a bunch of little, um, little cameos from witnesses that they call Irwin, who is Billy's best friend who is in love with Mandy. Irwin, uh, unrelated to this episode but just weirdly i i always remember this his grandfather is black dracula um not blackula which is a separate character not in this show but in just real life he's just he's just dracula but he's like coded as a what like a 70s or a 60s jive exploitation guy like he's like shaft but also dracula um jeff the spider who we'll be talking about in Kyle's episode, Billy's uh, Billy's son, uh, Lil Porkchop, uh, Mindy, Mandy's arch nemesis, uh, Mandy's mom and dad, who make a very rare appearance in this episode, um, and they're just being called in by the various, you know, by Billy or Mandy, which is not how, you don't you don't go back and forth with witnesses. I don't know if anyone anyone who knows anything about courtrooms, that's not how that works. It's all one all one person says their witnesses and then the other one gets to do theirs, but whatever. Um 
and they're just getting angrier and angrier each side um, until it all culminates in this huge musical interlude, which I love that song. Um, it, it the, the song is just, yeah, Keeper of the Reaper, which is the name of the episode. And they, they, they try to figure it out that way. It's interrupted and they get into their closing arguments which are just more insults that are being hurled at each other. And it comes down to a tie um, with Fred Fred Berger as the tiebreaker. Um, the judge starts asking him a bunch of questions about his vote. And Fred just keeps answering yes, uh, to which the judge just starts making inferences of what he's saying. And they're like, you'd say you're saying that if we rule in one person's favor or the other, it'll destroy this friendship. Yes. And then destroying a friendship is the worst thing that we could ever do or some shit like that. And Fred's just keeps going. Yes. And the judge is like, you are so right. The most insightful thing. Everyone, everyone starts like crying and there's just like a whole hugging moment. Um, judge rules that Billy, that the way to solve this is that Billy's family is placed under permanent house arrest and can never be allowed to move. And, now they just have to live in their shitty, half-destroyed house uh, for all eternity. Billy's on an ankle monitor, and he's can't even leave his, his little... And uh, they have a security guard just watching them in their destroyed house, making sure they don't leave the premises. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I think it's this episode where it ends with Fred Fred Berger um, brushing his teeth while saying Fred Fred Berger. Then he goes to bed. And then the camera pans over a little and you see that he's actually in one of the other jurors houses. And the guy's like, this is not your house. And then it just ends. <laughs> it does. Um, I, I love this episode. It's great. It's got so many random people in it. I mean, fucking Scooby-Doo's in it for a hot second. Like everybody. And then Fred Fred Berger, who is the ba the, the breakout star, um, makes starts making recurring appearances to the point where there's even like a movie, a Billy and Mandy movie that they did where Fred Fred Berger is like one of the main characters, like this little side guy from a one-off episode became so popular. Um, yeah. And he's just so stupid, but like he's stupid in like the smartest moments, you know, like the, per yeah. in the most perfect moments, he is stupid for hilarity. And, and there's hints that he has like this whole little life, like, because one, he's being called for jury duty, so like there's an underworld jury duty system. But two, he like he has a mom that bakes him cookies. Um, sometimes she makes him chocolate chips. Sometimes she doesn't bake him anything, um, which are all things that he says during the courtroom. Um, and I, if if they were to make like a spinoff show about just Fred Fredberger, I'd watch it. It wouldn't last because the joke would get old very quickly, but I'd watch it. Two or three episodes in. Two or three Tops. episodes. Yeah. <laughs> and then you take a I mean, break. I, and then you watch more. I loved this episode. It was so, so good. And the scene where uh, he just keeps on, like, pestering the judge. And he's like, judge? And he's like, so, yeah. be quiet. Judge? Be quiet. Yeah. Judge? Because someone shut him up. <laughs> yeah. He is, he, he is, he's, he's great and he can't be, he can't be silenced. He can't be controlled. And in many ways, he's like me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, this, this episode also reminded me of Lil Porkchop, which was a character I had all but forgotten. And 
Wow, uh, that took me back because that's the fi- the fish they flushed down the drain and like it ended up, it was not dead and it kept growing and now it has the voice of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, <laughs> it, was ho- it was horrible, and it, it, it's 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 so funny. Like this episode, if you watched this episode in a vacuum, you'd have you wouldn't get half these jokes, um, which is the. Which is to this episode's detriment, I, I guess. Like, it's always bad when you can't jump right into a show and understand what's going on. But like, it's fine if you you'll you'll still enjoy it, but you'll get more out of it if you know who who Jeff the Spider is and why Billy hates him so much. Um, what's the dynamic between Mandy and Mindy? And I think the only th- person that's in like the only cameo that's never been in the show before is Scooby-Doo. Um, and apparently Mandy made fun of Scooby-Doo. She made fun of the way he talks. And he's like, I mean, look at me. I'm a, I'm a stinking dog. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that Mandy was right. But like, man, Scooby-Doo did talk dumb. So maybe she had something going for her. Yeah, you know, maybe maybe Mandy had some valid points. Yeah. Um, yeah, great episode. So, so the episode I chose, as we kind of alluded to, um, was the first appearance of Jeff the Spider, um, Billy's mm-hmm. son, who is a spider. Uh, the, the episode opens on Mandy asking Billy to go get, him a, go get her a soda. Mm-hmm. And, of course, he decides... The only place to find a soda is in Grimm's mysterious chest of, like, magic and wonder. Uh, there goes your visuals again. Don't know why. Don't know uh, why. Any, anyway, so he, so Billy goes into the chest and finds an egg and ends up smashing it. And, wi- and then there's a spider on his back. He doesn't know about it. And it's kind of an established thing in the show that Billy hates bugs. He hates spiders. They're creepy mm-hmm. to him. He wants nothing to do with them. Um, mm-hmm. So this this bug ends up growing in alarmingly quickly. Um, within yeah. an hour or two, it's like, um, I'd say, two or three times the size of a human person. Uh, yeah. Probably a good estimate. And also able to speak. So obviously he's a magical underworld spider. Um, His name is Jeff. Jeff the spider. And he is just a sweetheart. The nicest son you could ever hope for. Any parent would be proud to have this spider as a son. But Billy just wants to kill it. Uh, like there, <laughs> the, the, the line that encapsulates the whole episode is uh, there's a part where Jeff is like, Dad, just tell me what I can do to make you happy. And Billy's like, uh, you can be dead. <laughs> yeah. And he says that he says something similar in the Fred Fred Burger episode too. Like it's a he's very, very vocal about wanting Jeff dead. Yeah, so the whole episode is just this spider, Jeff, uh, baking muffins, doing the laundry, <laughs> just doing doing nice things for Billy, and Billy the entire time trying to smash him with a boot. While he's just like, oh, dad, I love the way you kid. <laughs> and he's like calling, he calls an exterminator. The exterminator walks into the house, walks back out. He's like, I'm going to need the big boot. Yeah. <laughs> he come, comes back with a very large comical boot. 
Um, and it, the episode essentially ends with the, the exterminator falling in love with Jeff the Spider and adopting him as his own son. Uh, it's not the last yeah. time we see Jeff. Jeff comes yeah. back because he still views Billy as his dad for forever. Even if he got adopted by this very nice exterminator. Um, now, fantastic. It's a, it's a very fun episode. And all the yeah. fun of the episode just comes from Billy trying to kill this creature that only wants to make him happy. And failing spectacularly the whole time. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, he he's not able to kill Jeff ever um, because Billy. I don't know if we have said this. Billy is just so dumb. It's it's almost referenced in every episode like that. His brain may be the size of a pea, or his head is hollow. All mm. those classic tropes. Whereas Mandy is like a maniacal evil genius that can outsmart even the most evil of creatures. Yeah, Mandy is like a problem. Billy is a different type of problem. Um, and then there's Jeff, who is... I mean, it, in a cartoon, he doesn't look that bad, but I'm, I'm assuming in, like, if this was live action, he'd be horrifying to look at. Yeah, I mean, it would be like in uh, in The Hobbit, those the spiders that are all talking. Those aren't spiders that I would want to raise as a son. You know, yeah, but a like big, terrifying spider that is able to whisper, even if it's whispering niceties to me. Yeah, but like in in the game Shadow of uh, War, they turned Shelob into a sexy goth lady. Um, so, oh yeah, so yes, I don't, maybe, I don't know. I, don't know. I maybe, forgot maybe, that they did that. Maybe I need to rethink my my bug fetish. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Maybe that's where it really began. Jeff the Spider. Jeff the Spider. They're, they're like, hey, <laughs> Jeff is Jeff's already halfway there. What if we also made him hot? I want to be in the room Dude. when someone was sitting there and be like, oh, Shelob's going to be in this game. Oh, hell yeah. But what if we made Shelob kind of hot? <laughs> and then the, the Tolkien estate was like, get the fuck out of here. The Tolkien estate was like, take all of our money. <laughs> You've finally seen his vision. That's why we actually hated the Lord of the Rings adaptations, because Shelob wasn't hot in them. Yeah. She wasn't pinning Frodo down and making sweet love to him. She was just paralyzing him and saving him for a meal. Which, isn't that what all women do? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> she should have been no. a praying mantis. That would have been horrifying. Somehow praying mantises. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have ever seen a praying mantis up close. Crazy scary. No. Get they out are, of here. They are. Uh, Get them out of I'd here. Sooner, I'd sooner have a granddaddy long leg spider crawling on me than a fucking, fucking uh, one of those guys. Well, I mean, the, the fucking daddy long legs are like this big. Like, they're teeny tiny. Praying Mantis yeah. is like a whole a whole ass it's, bitch. It's a whole ass bitch. And, like, it walks upright, which is just wrong. Yeah. And it's got those little fucking, like, punch arms. I hate it. I hate it. You know what? I'm on Billy's side. <laughs> Death to Jeff. 
Yeah, fuck Jeff. Um, uh, so this is, uh, according to what I'm reading here, this is the first segment of the sixth episode of Grim and Evil. But I'm also they reading must that it's that it's the yeah they must have like redone it or something Re- because I, I'm also reading that it was the eleventh in the eleventh episode of season two. I think what happened um, <laughs> because I never I never really like understood when they did the split because uh, Grim and Evil and then like it split off into Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy and then also like Evil Concarne like those were those became two separate shows like we said earlier. But I think originally, if I remember, like, a lot of the earlier episodes of Grimm and Mandy were just, like, the second half of a Grimm and Evil episode. And then when they split them off for distribution purposes, they probably just, like, repackaged them to get to, like... You know, that's... To make uh, that's gotta thing. That's gotta be what happened, because I remember Grimm and Evil, they were, like, 15-minute long episodes. And that mm-hmm. would make sense if they had, like, a 7-minute and a 7-minute for a 15-minute, and then they just combined those. You know what's crazy? I can't remember, other than what the characters look like, a goddamn thing about any uh, like evil concarne episode. Like the evil part of Grim and Evil has no has almost no space in my brain. I remember very little. I think there was like a bear, like an intelligent bear, and the brain lived in the stomach, and there was a guy with a scar face. No, see the brain. They lived the on brain lived on his head, uh, and the stomach was like a spleen or something that also could talk. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I think I was thinking too much of uh, Kang or whatever from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh my god, I I hate I I I didn't read those comics uh, when I, I was growing up. I so. loved I loved the show growing up. <laughs> Yeah, so I watched, like, the 90s, like, not the original cartoon, but, like, the 90s, like, edgier Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon. That was my first exposure. And then fucking Kang shows up in Shredder's tummy, and I'm just like, what the fuck? I'll accept, I'll accept mutant teenage, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles who are trained by a rat that before he was mutated already knew Kung Fu because... He learned it while, like, as a pet or some shit. I will accept all of that. And also there's a secret underground ninja clan that's terrorizing New York City. All of it. All of it I'm on board for. Alien tummy monsters? No. We're done. No. Get me out of here. (laughs) You have to draw a line somewhere, guys. In the sand. The TMNT guys were just on crack. It had something. I don't, yeah, I don't know. They were probably like, man, we got we got to sell more toys. We can fit this dude into this toy. Hell yeah, new character. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we're not talking about TMNT. We're talking about Grim Avengers Billy and Mandy. And <laughs> TMNT show. is going to be our next month. <laughs> Tune next in month next month the for the TMNT <laughs> breakdown. The disappointments of the 90s. That's the next season. Yeah. I don't know. I, I liked Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. It, uh, it's a show I have fond memories of because um, they had a lot of parody episodes of a lot of things that were relevant in pop culture at the time. Yeah, they did. And I don't know, the, the dynamic just worked. Uh, it just worked really well. I, I loved all the episodes where they were at uh, 
it was a Hogwarts parody. It was just like a school. That's the one I'm thinking of. And there's a there's a Harry Harry Potter parody who is just like a dumbass, and he's just like he cheats his way through school. I think his name was Nigel Planter or something. Nigel Planter. That's it. And he was like Potter. Yeah. He's like in Gundersnout or some stupid fucking... I mean, they're all made up words, but like, is it a dumber name than normal? Yeah, no, uh, they, they lean... This show leaned into just making things seem so stupid. But like, it worked within the world, so it was fine. You felt you you followed along the whole time. Nothing ever was like, that's too crazy. No, yeah, there was... I mean, there's an entire like... Uh, fully black skinned demon i guess that's not the right way to say that no um, <laughs> uh i don't know there's there's a demon nurgle. who is just made of yeah nigel nurgle 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 yeah. who's just made of like black tentacles yeah he's um, like a like a a black ink monster um who then bangs billy's aunt and they have a son together yeah <laughs> who is also the incarnate of evil. Wouldn't you yeah, know? whose name I don't remember. Um, we'll call him Joe. Joe. Actually, I might, I might have it here. Recurring cast. I think it's actually might just be... Yeah, it's Nurgle Jr. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good show. Um, a lot of... I, I remember there being a lot of musical episodes, too. Yeah, yeah, there were definitely a lot of musical episodes. Um, Do you remember the this... space alien one who wanted brains? Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Entire, it was, the entire thing was basically just a, a long-form song by the musician um, who may or may not still be producing music, Voltaire, I think his name was. And he's like this goth. He's like this emo gothic, like steampunk um, dude who just does a lot of does a lot of that kind of music. And he has an amazing voice. And that episode was awesome. I almost that was gonna be my second pick if I uh, didn't go with Fred Fredberger. But then I was like, well, we're just gonna be singing. That that's that episode's gonna require us to do a lot of singing. And I don't. Not on my yeah. watch. Not on my watch. I want to sing for. 45 minutes. No. no. Who do you think no. I am? Rod Stewart? Well, I mean... That... <laughs> I don't know. That was the first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> yeah. I don't... Yeah. I... Rod Stewart? What a dating reference. <laughs> what a dating How... reference. I know you're a dad now, but Jesus, man. <laughs> I'm trying to find oh, the uh, episode. Is it Billy and Mandy Moon the Moon? What the 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 alien episode? the brains episode? Yeah, oh, I don't. Oh, know. actually, no. I think it's yeah. I think it is that one. Billy and Mandy moon the moon when cheese obsessed alien invaders from the moon abduct Billy and Mandy and Grimm. Not it's it. It's up to our heroes to save the worlds. I think it's just called brains with a exclamation point. Oh yeah, or I was looking up which one had aliens. Probably more than one. Oh yeah, a lot of episodes had aliens. This one was brains. Oh. Um. Oh yeah, yep, 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 yep. I do remember. I, this one. I that episode was on a lot to the point where I know a good bit of that song by heart. Not gonna sing it, but I know a good bit of that song by heart. Very catchy, very good song. 
all of it available on Spotify. He hasn't had a thought since 43. His brain is a portrait of atrophy. He ain't using it, so why not give it to me? Dude, brains, brains, it's okay. It's not a matter if it isn't gray. And if at first he thinks it's strange, he won't give it a thought after I've eaten their brains. Brains, brains. I won't lie. I'll eat their brains. We're done. So Stop. <laughs> <laughs> we're, doing, we're doing what we said we wouldn't do. Yeah, we are. <laughs> and what the bad thing is neither of us are actually singing. We're just musically speaking. Yeah. Um, it's called Death Poetry. Um, Death, yeah. we're, just do, we're just doing a little slam right now, guys. A little slam poetry, man. I don't I don't have much else to say about the show. It was really good. Maxwell Adams knocked it out of the park. Um I wish that this kind of humor would come back, but it probably won't, so No. No. I mean No. I think the closest so, was maybe regular it, show. The what? I think the closest to like just zany, crazy, dumb shit was just like regular show. Yeah, regular show. Um, I think Adventure Time's off the air now, but they did that. It is. Adventure Time, uh, yeah, Adventure Time was the same way. Cartoon, Cartoon Network, they've got a good... They, they've got a good sense for uh, zaniness. I feel feel like uh, they, they're the ones that are less likely to play it too safe compared to the other two giants. That was true. I, would, I, don't, know, I don't know if that's still true about them, mm. but... Things have changed. I'd say some. Uh, yeah, things have changed, but they they also own Adult Swim, and Adult Swim's doing some of the best stuff in animation. Primal, dude? I get... Okay. But I don't think that's... Primal, I don't think Adult... Adult Swim is phenomenal. distributing that. They're not making it. Oh, yeah, no, they're distributing it. That's true. They're not yeah. making you're it. Taking, you're taking a lot... With Gendy Tartakovsky, you're taking a lot from him by saying Adult Swim <laughs> is the reason that exists. <laughs> How no, dare no. you? How but they you? chose to put it out there. Who else is putting it, it out there? <laughs> I think Hulu has put it was also had it uh, available. So like, <laughs> yeah, through Adult Swim. Yeah, for the five people that have cable. Yeah, that's true. Adult Swim, unfortunately, <laughs> mostly irrelevant now. Most channels mostly irrelevant now. It is true. Uh, my my dad has live TV still and. And he, he's probably the last owner of a TiVo in the world um, because he still sets things to record. I'm just like, what, what are you saying to record? And he's like, just Jeopardy. I'm just like, Dad. You know what's crazy? <laughs> you know what's crazy? It used to be that, like, because we never had a TiVo because we were poor. And it used to be, like, TiVo and those kind of things and DVRs, those were, like, what rich people had or, like, the upper middle class. Now, if you find out that someone has a TiVo or a DVR, you're like, ugh. Just you like, kind of get, so you kind of, yeah, you kind of get internally like elitist about it. You're like, oh, yeah, you have a for TV real. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I thought TV was the fanciest thing until like a year or two after I graduated from college and I had all my own streaming services. I was like, Mom, Dad, what the hell are you guys doing with your life that you still have yeah. a TV? Sometimes, hey man, sometimes you want to record days of our lives, and that's the only way. 
Yeah, and my parents are also like digital hoarders a little bit. Um, so they have like these movies that are just saved on there, and they're like, we don't own the DVD for it, so we we just have it here, and it's been saved for forever, and that's where it is. You know, with the amount of content <laughs> that's just disappearing off of like streaming platforms recently, that they're they might they might be onto something. Yeah, yeah, that's true, and or the amount of editing that is happening. Uh, before yeah. it's released. <laughs> yeah. Anyone listening to this who wants to watch Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, you probably have like two weeks before it's also dropped from HBO because that seems to just be what's happening with everything. Yeah. That whole drama was, was a big bummer that happened with them because uh, there was a cool show they were making called Tig and Seek. And I was I took a class from one of the writers for that show and he was really excited for it. And then all of a sudden, everything they had worked on disappeared. <laughs> it's just gone. It's and they 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 won't let them like release it on a different platform. Yeah, it's such a blower. It really fucking sucks. Dude, and like people worked I, so hard to put that shit out, and it was just like some executive that was like, ah, fuck them. Yeah, dude. Young Justice has now been canceled for like the third time or something. You know what? When it comes to Young Justice. I hold, I'm not holding my breath for it to actually be canceled because the fans are rabid and they don't let that show die. Even though uh, I'm kind of on the page that maybe they should let it die at this point, but whatever. Warner Brothers Discovery released a statement that they don't plan on ordering any more episodes. They only ordered uh, well, one I, extra season, so I think it's finally over. I, I'm good with it. Uh, I, I'm good with it ending. Um, the first two seasons were fucking awesome. I think... When it came back this most recent time, it, it didn't have the same the same energy to it. <laughs> well, that's because the young Justice, all those they all started ending up being in like their thirties and forties, which I'm thirty now. I'm still young comparatively, but when someone says the words young justice, they're not thinking of thirty year olds. No. Yeah, it, it made sense in the beginning because they were all sidekicks, but they're old now. They're old. <laughs> yeah, they're the. I don't. They're their own superheroes. Yeah, I don't. I don't care about these old ass hero, old ass grown sidekicks when Batman still is a thing. So like, let's just. Yeah, move on. I mean, a lot, of the, a lot of the best episodes are when either Batman or one of the Bat family are the main characters. <laughs> well, that's just or, or at least show up too. Man, uh, Fran is gonna be so pissed. When she oh, realizes yeah. that somehow in this Yeah, we 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 worked Batman organically into the conversation. <laughs> uh well with, there's no agenda here. I think we should end it at Batman. Uh I yeah, I think the Grim Adventures of Billy Manny, great show. You haven't watched it, check it out. It's uh, I mean it's not what my sense of humor is built on, but it's definitely helped. It definitely helped me uh, to shape how weird my sense of humor can be. I'm sure there's things in this show that I'm still saying, and I don't even realize that's where I got those like phrases or words from. Yeah, absolutely. Fred Fred Berger will just pop in your head sometimes, guys, if you if yeah. you know what we're talking about. That's actually um, the name of Kyle's kid. Yeah. Fred Fred Berger. Fred Fred Berger. We named Fred, we I, named it twice. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> it. No, you people don't get to know the gender of my child. <laughs> well, it's an elephant. It's an elephant. Yeah. 
He's a green elephant. Elephants are non-gendered. As we know, I'm a scientist. <laughs> uh, right. Do you think you're Do you think you're going to go back and watch some more of this? I think so. I think I might watch a couple because when I looked when I saw Irwin, I thought about his grandpa. Those episodes always made me laugh. So I'm probably going to watch some of the, the the Irwin's grandpa episodes or something. Yeah, I'm thinking here I, or there. I want to watch some of the Hogwarts episodes because I remember those were pretty funny. The headmaster just like hates the students. Specifically, uh, Nigel Platter. Pl- Platter. <laughs> N- Nigel Planter, Platter. Whatever the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, a, but yeah, there I'll... is a lot of episodes in this show. So I'm sure we've missed most of them. Yeah. Uh, I'll definitely go back and watch it. Uh, do, you, do you have any f- uh, favorite parts you want to highlight, or are you good? Of the, of the show in general? The show in general, yeah. General I... w- wide brush. Wide brush, I think my favorite part about the show, and this might be weird, but my favorite part about the show is that the the Grim Reaper is like a Jamaican skeleton man, and it's not just the accent, like he's also just also happens to be like underworld Jamaican, and I don't know why, that's so funny because I don't know where they came up, like whose idea was that, how was that pitched, I don't want to know, but I love it. I don't need to know how the sausage is made. I just wanted the final product, and the final product is great. Yeah, uh, I, I agree with that. The great choice. Uh, well, I think I just love all the supernatural elements of the show. Really mm-hmm. set me up to be interested in magic and uh, the underworld, the occult, zombies. There are lots of zombie episodes. One of my favorites is. Uh, this one where they make a bunch of brownies and the brownies end up turning people to zombies that can smell them, if I recall correctly. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're just <laughs> saying brownies instead of brains. Yeah, and they're after yeah. the brownies that uh, Grimm is keeping inside of his skull. So they're all trying to get to inside of his skull. Yeah. <laughs> Man, what a fucking show. I'm having like Civil War flashbacks about this show now when you're mentioning shit. <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's very creative, very good show. Definitely go watch it. That's our final recommendation. Yeah. Bye. 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 But yeah, we hope you have a good week. We'll catch you on the next one, guys. Bye-bye. This podcast is produced by Franz Zapata and Undercover Pod Network. Our hosts are Kyle Frazier and Teej Singh. Audio editing by Kyle Frazier. Research by Kyle Frazier, Teej Singh, and Franz Zapata. Story editing by Kyle Frazier, Teach Singh, and Fran Zapata. Make sure you subscribe if you like what we have going on and stay updated on new releases. We release a new episode every other Friday. You can find our podcast on most major platforms. Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Audible, and if you're feeling tipsy and want to help us get some nice ice cold chocolate milk, give some love at patreon.com slash thatcartoonpodcast. Also, we'll be sending special gadgets to our patrons, from shoutouts to exclusive stickers, swag, and even some Patreon-exclusive content. See you on the next episode of That Cartoon Podcast.